Well, welcome all of you who are joining here on the kickoff of the 25 Days of Gratitude Experience. And my name's John Lewis. For those of you who don't know me, I live in Tacoma. I work for Kingdom Story Ministries. I'm married to uh, Carissa and have three children who are just wonderful, beautiful, have taught me so much about our topic, the, the gift of gratitude. Let me start with just a, an overview of what the uh, this experience is meant to be about. Uh, if this is November 1st, and we'll do this for 25 days, ending on the 25th, of course, uh, which is the day before Thanksgiving. And each of these uh, experiences on, the, on podcast will weave together a uh, one or more scriptures. What does God's Word say about uh, being grateful. And there'll be a reflection uh, from me about those uh, scriptures and a particular topic of the day. And then we'll have a short experience of prayer together and putting that into practice. And each of these um, uh, topics will be kicked off on four consecutive Sundays of November. We'll do a live uh, Facebook Live uh, for 10 minutes or so, Sundays at 8. And each of those Sundays will introduce the theme of the week. So the week number one's theme is the priority of gratitude, which is what is gratitude and why is it so important to God and to us? Week two will be um, the focus of gratitude, which is what do we give God thanks for? Week three will be the practice of gratitude. What does God say about the when, the where, the who, and the how of gratitude? And then finally, week four, we'll focus on the results of gratitude. What difference does being thankful make in our lives? And on Mondays to Saturdays, you'll find a five-minute or so uh, podcast, a link to that on the Facebook site. So again, if you miss something live each day, that'll be there available for you to go back to and catch up on at your own convenience. Uh, friends, I'm super excited uh, for this new ex- uh, experiment and this experience. And if you're wondering why I'm doing it in the first place, I have to just say that gratitude is not natural to me. Now, I'm a firstborn, uh, pretty darn responsible, thinking about the future, goal-oriented, high energy. For those who like the Enneagram, I'm an eight. And uh, and so it's not natural for me uh, to just stop and reflect and be grateful. Uh, and then you add, uh, enter in uh, the year 2020. You know, and between COVID and uh, the unemployment, the people dying, the predictions of new outbreaks, um, the the videos on the race and uh, people, George Floyd and others, and the obvious issue of racism and the riots surfacing in our country. And then we have the, the elections, of course, and all the turmoil and the, the hoopla about that. And we have fires burning on the West Coast and hurricanes on the East Coast. And in the midst of this, we got media just blasting this news and its spin on it all the time. And I don't know about you, but for me, I have found this to be a hard time uh, to be grateful. It's easier to feel hopeless or heavy or negative or just to be tired. And uh, maybe you can relate to some of this. And as all of this has been taking place, I've found that, that it's more than just the circumstances that's leading me and perhaps others down this, this road of finding gratitude difficult. I think one reason is that I, I live in a culture and I have a nature that is, uh, finds it easier to see the glass half empty instead of half full. 
bombarded by marketing and ads all the time, it's easier to focus on, for example, what I don't have instead of what I do have. It's easier through all the media, you know, to take on the mindset of, of caring more about the problems that need to be solved rather than celebrating the ones that have already been solved. Another reason I, uh, that I struggle with gratitude, I think, is it's easy to get caught up in the American culture of fear. You know, media uh, knows that good news and gratitude, that's kind of boring. It doesn't sell nearly like fear does. And so they're doing everything they can to get our attention, to stay focused um, on the things that would make us afraid, you know, of the future or afraid of Joe Biden or afraid of Donald Trump, afraid of the Republican Party or the Democratic Party, afraid of a black person or a brown person or a white person, the fear maybe of even our neighbors and the fear of being out of control. And I know that when I'm afraid, I don't think my best. I think narrowly. I focus on either getting uh, avoiding it or getting out of the problem, uh, running scenarios in my mind. But the last thing I tend to think about is being thankful. Now, there's probably other reasons, undergirding reasons that contribute to to uh, us not being grateful. But let me just stop there. I know the second part of my story is that that I motivates me to do this experience is that about a month ago, I discovered as I was going through a box of papers um, and sorting, I, I discovered a handwritten page of a, of a topical study that I did on thankfulness in 1983, which means I was 23 years old at the time. And as I read it, I, I began to remember that study and uh, that I knew it was the last page. It was part of a larger, much larger study. And it came to me that I had actually put uh, the the verses and the discoveries I'd made on the other pages into my computer probably 20 years ago. So I went back and I kind of started diving into those scriptures. And wow, there was more than I remembered uh, there, things that I um, have forgotten since then and uh, have not been practicing. And so I said to myself, what if I could uh, cook up, you know, uh, an experience of 25 days of gratitude, a refresher course for myself from these scriptures and let it speak to my story and, and to what God's doing in my story around this. And what if it could be for me like, you know, what Advent is before Christmas, that these 25 days would awaken my heart to prepare me for Thanksgiving, to help me work against, you know, all the ads of Black Friday, but it could reboot me even beyond Thanksgiving to see my world differently, to see, yeah, I, I see what's going on in the world, I, I um, but I'm seeing also God working and the gifts that are um, from God in the midst of that. Perhaps some of you are feeling the same way, that you would love a refresher course in the gratitude, um, practice of gratitude. And if you are, so then welcome, please come join us. Um, and if you know others who are perhaps feeling tired or overwhelmed or are critical or similarly, please let them know about it, like this page, and, uh, and we can do this together. So tonight, we have a few minutes left here to just kick off our first Sunday in this, uh, this theme this week of the priority of gratitude. And the topic tonight is that gratitude is, um, is God's gate into God's good life. 
gratitude is like a gateway. Um, you know, in the, in the wilderness experience, uh, when the Hebrews did not yet have a temple or a, a, a permanent place to worship God, they had what was called the tabernacle. And it was a large, uh, well-constructed tent. And inside the tent was the, the offering uh, uh, altars and the Holy of Holies, the presence of God. And to get into there, you had to go through the entrance. And that entrance was called the gate of thanksgiving, the gate of thanksgiving. I, I think of the psalmist in Psalm 100, perhaps having this image in mind when he declares that, that verse, perhaps some of us know, that I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. Um, it brought me back to a memory I had when I was in college at Pacific Lutheran University, and one of those years, our football team went to the national championship, uh, and the game was played locally. And so I remember uh, getting to the game early. I knew that there would be more people than than could be seated. And certainly without reserved seats, uh, I would have to get there early to get a good seat. So there I was standing in line, looking over the fence. Nobody could get in, right? And But you could see on the edge of the field from there, there were players beginning to practice. You could smell the... Uh, the concession stand popcorn was beginning to pop. You could see the bathrooms that, of course, that I would need at some halftime or whatever. All the stuff of the game was on the other side of the fence. And so an hour or so later, they opened up the gate and it has allowed me to go enter into all and you know that that game had to offer. I use that as kind of an image the importance of a gate, um, that, that in the way that God has designed his life for us is that everything that he uh, intends for us, the way we pray, um, the way we seek his presence, the way we love and serve, all of these gifts, all of these avenues uh, of the kingdom are meant to, uh, to be approached through the gate of thanksgiving. So it will really literally impact everything that we do in every area of our life. So as we come now, you know, to um, the, the turn here to, to move towards an, a short experience of prayer together on this gate of thanksgiving idea, I want to introduce a parallel image for our prayer time that just as uh, gratitude is a gateway through which we enter into the, uh, the gifts and the life of God, so also gratitude are like the lenses um, that, that can shape the way we see everything through which we see all of life. And so would you join me in faith in a short experience of prayer, wherever you are, take a deep breath and, and to imagine that Christ is in the room with you. Um, and that you have a pair of glasses on. Um, if you already have glasses, imagine you can imagine that this is a, a different set of glasses that all of us have from our experiences of culture, our personality, media, what we watch, what we listen to, um, our past experiences. We have a set of glasses. And often these glasses, if we're honest, have led us to a sense of fear or cynicism, seeing the glass half empty. And this distortion, you know, has maybe kept us outside of the good life or parts of the good life that God intends for us on a day-to-day -day basis. So I want you to imagine Jesus walking across the room and just tell him, first of all, that you're, you're sorry that you wear, you've worn those glasses, that you've taken those on. Receive his forgiveness. 
and then allow him in faith to take off those old glasses. And now see Jesus also giving you a new set of glasses, a way of seeing your day-to-day experiences today or tomorrow, the news, what's going on in the world, a pair of glasses that will allow you to see all of these things, past, present, and future, through the lens that God is present, that God is active, that God has been faithful, and that there are gifts that we can be grateful for. Put on this new set of glasses. Lord, in faith, let's pray together. Lord, in faith, we believe that um, you are in the business of teaching your people. And in these 25 days, we ask you to teach us and renew us in the practice of gratitude. Let the words of Scripture um, warm our hearts and lead and guide and refine us into this practice that is often rare in our own world and in our culture. So we trust you. We dedicate this time today and these days ahead to you. Amen. Let me just close with some words, uh, kind of as a benediction, uh, words on gratitude by Melody Beattie. She says, Gratitude turns what we have into enough. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity, Gratitude can turn a meal into a feast, our house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Friends, that's exciting. That's what's ahead of us. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope to connect with you real soon here or on our Facebook page. God bless you.